All right, y'all. Welcome back here. Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always. Sanders here. Got my boy Dupree here with me. What's going on, man? Happy New Year. Man, happy New, happy New Year. Year. That's right. That's right. Happy yeah. New Year, man. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've been on. It's a new year now, 2024. Yeah. Uh, man, we, we made it. <laughs> we made, made it. To another one, man. <laughs> made Bless. It to another That's one, it. Man, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, man, a lot has transpired since the last time we've all made up for an episode, man. Uh, of course, uh, we winded down here to the the last stretch of of uh, football in the in the fall and in the winter. You know, it, it's yeah, it's their spring football, but then we got football as we know it will be love. It's, it's coming to an end. Uh, we're down to the last week of the regular season in the NFL. Um, and now, of course, we're down to one more final game in college football for this year for the national championship. Uh, of course, college basketball is swinging along. Uh, the NBA is swinging along here. They're roughly almost about halfway through the season now. Um, for some, the season has been good. For some, it hasn't been. And for the Detroit Pistons, it's been terrible. It's been. It's been. Oof. Talking about Charles Barkley, terrible. Like it's, it's, it's been, it's been ter- so bad. I know it got so bad that the the win. I don't know if it was all over, but for sure the wing stops in Detroit was like y'all gonna get free five bonus, free five bonus wings if the Pistons win. If they win, it been a long time since they had one. Man, they went on a they went on a twenty eight game losing streak. I mean, yeah. I think that was. If I'm not mistaken, that was either the most or tied for the longest losing streak in major franchise history, like as far as all major franchise, you know, NBA, NFL. Yeah, I, I think it was mm-hmm. either the most or tied for the most, but it was yeah. – that's a lot of losing, man. And it was just like – it was to the point where it was just like, are they going to go 2-80? and Because they were stuck at two wins. Yeah. Well – December 30th, 2023. <laughs> Write that down. It all ended. Detroit ended up beating Toronto 129-127. Finally got mm-hmm. a 28-game losing streak. Uh, man, they had a big game from Kay Cunningham. I think he had 30 points, 12 assists, so a good little double-double, man. It was just still a long ways to go. But oh, yeah. I know the wing stop up there for sure went crazy. Oh yeah, you know people went to go crazy. get them wings, man. I, it was just that's. I know for sure it was the longest consecutive streak in NBA history. Yeah. Um, you just see the weight that was lifted off of them when they finally won. You, you, and they were in, they played a lot of close games. Like they were in a lot of close games. I think they, they were up eighteen on the Nets. I think. Or they were up, to, up 18 on Boston or something on like Boston, that. I think it was yeah, Boston. Boston yeah. Up 18 on Boston at halftime, and Boston comes back and wins the game. Like, they were in a lot of close games leading up to that point. And it's like, when they finally won, you just, even K. Cunningham. Like, K. Cunningham had been playing well throughout this whole stretch. I mean, he was balling. And you just see the relief on his face after they after they won. Um, and I, it, it – that. That type of thing, I mean, it sucks. It sucks for the team. It sucks for the coach because it's hard. Like, how do you answer? It's like, how do you keep answering questions? Like, what? you don't know how to answer those questions, man. Like, right. 
like I want to, you know, have you seen something like this before? I want to pass the street. Like you just seeing this all the time, and it's like they ain't going out there trying to lose twenty eight games in the world. Right, like, right. You ain't trying to do that, but there's definitely some things that need to get changed. Obviously, in Detroit, um, <clears throat> I was in Monty Williams is going to be there. They paid him, so he's going to be there. I think K Cunningham. He's definitely a bright spot, but there's they are they're struggling. They're struggling. It's twenty wins. Them getting twenty wins is I don't know if they get twenty, but it was just I think everybody was rooting for Detroit to break it and and win a game. I think at a certain point, all right, they need to win. Like everybody was rooting for them, and other teams in the NBA, like we're not going to be the team that. <laughs> we're not going to be the team that they that they beat to to break the street and it'll be in Toronto. As long as we won the Hawks, I was good. As long as we won the Hawks, I was like, cool, we for good. Sure. So, for sure. Um, yeah, long, yeah, long, yeah, as long as it wasn't, for me, as long as it wasn't uh, OKC or if it wasn't Memphis, then, yeah, I don't care what would have happened. But, that's it. That's it. So that's I'm, glad it, I'm glad that it's over. I'm glad that it's over for one. They can kind of move on past it. Let's just let's not go on another one like that. Let's you know, right. You stay away from that again. So yeah. So big man, then finally getting it done. Um, like I said, hopefully they can try to string some more uh, wins in there throughout this season, man. Uh, you know, I don't know, but we, we'll see. But um, this is quickly what's going on over there in the league that that has happened, man. Over in the in the NFL. We're down to the last week of the regular season, week 18. Man, and um, it's just funny how uh, back a while ago where uh, I don't I don't know exactly who all sat down and thought about this and came together where they were like, you know what, let's start putting these division games, you know, at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody faces a division opponent the last week of the season, the last two weeks of the season, however they wanted to do it. That way there's a meaningful game for people at the end at the end of the season because you yeah. know who knows what could be locked up and not locked up at that point and um this week has the perfect like a sum of everything that you can think of of what's going on in the NFL so if you look at it right now we got we got the playoffs coming up it's like I said the last week of the regular season over in the AFC teams that have clinched a playoff spot you got Baltimore Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami has clinched a playoff spot. Cleveland has clinched a playoff spot, um, and also the Kansas City Chiefs. So obviously, the Chiefs have won the West. They're locked in at the three seed, I believe. Ravens yeah. has a number one overall seed in the AFC. Uh, Cleveland is locked in at the five seed. Uh, and then, of course, Miami is kind of still waiting on seeding, but they are locked into the playoffs. So that leaves three spots for basically five teams left, which is. Buffalo, Houston, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you got three spots with five teams. It's, it's going to get crazy. Yeah. And if you think that's bad, you look over in the NFC, well, you've got Dallas and Philly have both clinched a playoff spot. Detroit's clinched a playoff spot. San Francisco has the number one seed. And the Rams, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they've clinched a playoff spot already. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they have. Check check on that. Keep going. So you have have those teams right there, which uh, the 49ers are locked in at the one seed. Uh, Don't know who could be that two seed right now between 
Dallas and Philly. Uh, Detroit is pretty much locked in the three seed. And I believe that the Rams right now will be locked in somewhere at at the either five or six spot. I believe they'll probably be right at six. But either way, they they are the Rams have the Rams have clinched. The Rams the Rams clinched. They are in. So that's that. Um, So then now when you think about that in the NFC, there's two spots left with five teams (laughs) trying to get in. Which that'll be that's that's I believe that's Seattle, mm-hmm. technically the Saints, Tampa, Minnesota, and Green Bay. All trying to, and if you want to be technical, six if you throw in the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy how it's gonna go. All yeah. the scenarios can go so many different ways. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready, get your notebook and paper, get your notebook and paper and your pencil. And get ready to take these notes. These are the clinching scenarios for every single team <laughs> that's still alive. It's, Here we let go. Me know, let me know if I'm going too fast. So we're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna start over in the AFC, right? So we'll start yeah. over in the AFC. So we'll start with Houston. So Houston has a chance to win both the AFC South or just make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Houston can win the AFC South with a win uh, against Indianapolis on Saturday or a Jacksonville loss. Just to clinch a playoff berth, Houston would need to have a win or a tie against mm-hmm. Indianapolis, plus Jacksonville losing to Tennessee, plus the Pittsburgh Steelers losing or tying to the Baltimore Ravens. For the Indianapolis Colts, for the Indianapolis Colts, they can also win the AFC South. They can win the AFC South with a win against Houston, plus a Jacksonville loss or tie to the Tennessee Titans or Houston and Indianapolis can tie and a Jacksonville loss. Houston is the AFC South champion. Like I said, let me know if I'm losing you here. Let me know if I'm losing you here. I know there's a lot. Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) For them, for the Colts to just get a playoff spot, Mm -hmm. um, they can either win or tie with Houston or against Houston. Plus, they need a Pittsburgh loss or tie to get Okay. In. Okay. All right. Jacksonville. Yep. It's kind of simple. For them to win the AFC South, they just have to win against the Titans. Or they get a tie against the Titans and hope that Houston and the Colts end in the tie. Okay. For them to get in the playoffs, just to clinch a playoff berth, they need – to either just have a tie with the Titans, plus the Steelers need to lose or tie to the Ravens, or Pittsburgh loses to Baltimore, plus Denver losing or tying to the Raiders, and then they just need a winner between Houston and Indianapolis. That's that's okay. the AFC South right there. So <laughs> mind you, we have we got four divisions that still have been lost up grass. Up. Yeah. Both both the AFC East and AFC South and the NFC East and NFC South. So this, yeah. this is it's wild. All right. Speaking of the AFC East, it's it's kind of simple here for Buffalo, right? Yep. They pretty much in a way have to win to guarantee that they're in or they might be out. If but they'll need a lot of help. If they win, obviously they clinch the AFC East. They'll mm-hmm. get the two seed. They're in against Miami. 
for them to just clinch a playoff berth, they need to finish in a tie or Pittsburgh loses or ties to Baltimore mm-hmm. or Jacksonville loses and ties to Tennessee or Houston to Indianapolis ending in a tie. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Miami would just they would win the AFC East if they just go ahead and win. If they mm-hmm. lose, obviously they just have a they have a playoff spot. But now at that point, somebody is not gonna somebody's gonna get left out. Mm-hmm. But they don't have it the worst. Let me tell you what the Pittsburgh Steelers got here. <laughs> now, this is how they can make the playoffs, right? They have to win at Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Plus, they need a Buffalo loss, so they need a Miami win to get in, mm-hmm. or they win against Baltimore. Plus, Jacksonville loses or ties against the Titans, or they win. Houston and Indianapolis goes in a tie, or the Steelers have a tie, plus a Jacksonville loss, plus just a winner between Houston and Indianapolis, (laughs) or... (laughs) They need a Jacksonville loss plus Denver winning against the Raiders and a winner between Houston and Indianapolis. <laughs> All right. So, is it just safe to say the Steelers not making the playoffs? <laughs> I don't know. But that's They need a lot. They need a lot. but they need, they need a win and just about everybody to lose. Or to tie. lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, class, are you ready for the NFC? (laughs) (laughs) We might as well. So, look, like we said, over there, pretty much only thing that we're looking at is the the two more division winners and the other two wild card spots. So, figuring out, or really, really just the one wild card spot, essentially, because the whoever isn't, whoever's the winner of the East is going to take the two seed and the loser ends up being the five seed. So, with the NFC East, Dallas to clinch there, all they have to do is win against Washington or tie, and or plus and plus a Philly tie or a Philly loss. So, don't know how that'll happen, but we'll see. For Philly, um, they need to win against the Giants, and they need a Dallas loss or tie, mm-hmm. or if the or they can have a tie with the Giants and a Dallas loss to the Commanders. So pretty simple for the NFC East. Over in the NFC South, we'll start with Tampa Bay. It's pretty much it's real simple for them. They win against Carolina, they're in, or they can either get a tie against Carolina, and then they need a Saints loss or tie. Even if they don't win the NFC South, they have a chance to win the, to get into the playoffs as well, just with a wild card berth. And how they can get that is they would have to have a tie with the Panthers. And they need a Seahawks loss and a Green Bay loss or tie to the Bears. And I believe the Seahawks are playing the Cardinals. I think so. So, I don't know. Uh, For the Saints, for them to win the NFC South, they have to win against the Falcons. And they need a Tampa Bay loss or tie to the Panthers. Or if they end up tying with the Falcons and a Tampa Bay loss to the Panthers. For them to get a playoff berth, the Saints have to win. They would need a Seahawks loss or tie and a Green Bay loss 
or tie, or they tie with Atlanta and both Seattle and Green Bay loses. For the Atlanta Falcons, it's simple. Only thing they can do is just clinch the division. Mm-hmm. They need to win against the Saints, and they need a, uh, a Panthers victory over the Buccaneers. So a win against the Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost. For Seattle to clinch a playoff berth, they need to win, plus have a Packers loss or tie, or they can tie with the Cardinals, and they need Green Bay to lose, Tampa Bay to either lose or tie, or they can tie again with the uh, with the Cardinals, and they would need a Green Bay loss and a Saints loss or tie. For Minnesota, because they're still uh, technically oh, wow. alive. Really? They are, yeah, technically they Jeez. are still alive. <clears throat> Minnesota Vikings need a win against uh, the Detroit Lions, which now is not really a meaningful game to a certain extent mm-hmm. because who knows, Detroit may be resting their starters. But a win against the Detroit Lions plus uh, Packers need to lose to the Bears and they need Seattle. So essentially the Vikings need to win against Detroit, and they need Green Bay, Seattle, and Tampa Bay all to lose. Okay. Or they win Green Bay, Seattle, and the Saints to lose. So they're cheering for some of everybody, right? Yeah. But but essentially they have to win. All right. That's it. They hold the dominoes fall. You thought you thought Pittsburgh was bad. Let me tell you about Green Bay here. Green Bay to clinch a playoff berth. They need to. They can either win or tie. They can win or tie with uh, the Chicago Bears, and mm-hmm. they need a Seahawks to. They need the Seahawks to lose or tie, and they need the Saints to lose or tie. That's one scenario, or they end up in the tie. Seattle end up in the tie. Tampa Bay loses or ties with the Panthers, or Minnesota loses and tie or ties. Seattle loses, Tampa Bay loses, or Minnesota loses or tie. Seattle mm-hmm. loses, New Orleans loses. So it's safe to say that Green Bay <laughs> probably won't be in the dance either. These scenarios get so crazy, man. It's, it's wild. And, and I don't know. Let's just be honest. I don't think that those the, the, the ties probably won't happen, so that's going to be tough. The only mm-hmm. one I could possibly see is maybe Houston to Indianapolis. but Two evenly matched teams. Yeah, those you know, two, two evenly matched teams. teams. So I, I can see that, but I don't know. But there's, there's basically a lot of – the fans don't know who to cheer for, right? <laughs> you know, no. only a few people have it simple, right? You know, what I'm saying for yeah, example, like I mean, like uh, of course, Atlanta. If you're an Atlanta Falcon fan, you're sitting up here saying you're you're cheering you at once while that game is playing with the Saints. You have that you have to win. You are you're cheering also, for Carolina. You're also cheering for Carolina because that game and how they set it up is they make the game play at the same time. So now you watching the game where you there or you at the game there. And then at the jumbo the you keep looking at the score. <laughs> you, you like, you, you know, 
You so you basically or, know if it's over or not before or, before you. Or, or if you got the one o'clock game and, and maybe the other team playing at four at four thirty and you like, oh, we gotta sit here and wait on them. Or more than likely they're gonna end up playing them at the same time. So whoever finishes first is probably looking like What we doing? Uh, where we going? Yeah. We go? It's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be crazy. Um I think me personally, I think what ends up happening is, is I don't think there'll be no ties. Um, there's nah. gonna be a couple. There's gonna be a couple teams that's gonna have winning records, and they're not gonna make the playoffs. Straight like it's that. Just, it is what it is. Who will it be? Yeah. I don't know. TBD. Yeah, I don't know, but that's the beauty of it, man. But you, but you gotta love it though. That the fact that it's 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 coming down like this to the last week, and there's so many teams mm-hmm. in the running that like legit has a chance. You know, some need way more help than others, but the fact that they have this chance, and in a way, I don't want to say they control their own destiny, but they 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 got a chance. You know, so. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes that's all you can ask for is that they they that you get a chance to at least, you know, finish on a high note, try to make your way into the playoffs, you know, yeah. however it, it may be. Um so I don't know. I'm I mean I'm interested to see. I mean I I'll definitely yeah. be glued in because I mean you got you got uh you got two games coming up this Saturday. Um and then I think if I'm not mistaken, both um both CBX and Fox are gonna have a double header. So that way you don't have to worry about who who's headlining the doubleheader this week. You can you have two games on at the same time, whatever is interesting. Mm-hmm. And of course you got the Sunday night game, uh, which I think is gonna be Buffalo. It's Miami Miami. Buffalo. So yep. you know, I mean Yeah. The NFL did it right, man, by by putting these divisional games at the end of the season. And I think they kinda saw it and I I can't tell you how long they've been doing this. They might be doing it for a while, but you go back and you think about, you know, when the NFC East was the NFC least, and it seemed like every year for the past, you know, every year in a four-year span, really in that four-year span, they had four different division champions. But every year, the last game of the season in that division determined, there was a game that determined who was going to win it. Um, and so because, it's, you know, there's, more, there's one more game now, they're more competitive. Some of these divisions are a little more competitive now. Teams are a little bit closer. So you got these you got these games that are meaningful, not just in divisional races, but like you said, playoff races. You know, you got, team, like you said, teams are going to be rooting for other teams. And like that Baltimore and Pittsburgh games, like, all right, Baltimore, is, they're not playing all their guys. They're not going to play all their guys. So if you're Pittsburgh, okay, cool, we need to win this game. But then you need everybody else, you know, you need everybody else, you know, all those different scenarios that you just named off to happen. You need one of those that to, to, to take place. Um, so, but if you you got the 49ers and the Rams where it's like both of them are in, so like, this really don't matter for us. Detroit and Minnesota, okay, like you said, Detroit, they might be sitting there, guys, it matters for Minnesota if I'm green, like, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's good. It's good because, like you said, now nah, it makes it makes that last week where before, like, ah, these games really don't matter. It makes them matter now, especially when you have all these teams that are still 
still have a shot, a viable shot of getting into the playoffs. It, it, this stuff matters. It matters. So it should be fun. Sunday should be fun. Yeah, Sunday Sunday should be fun. Um, I mean, even the games on the two games on Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. pretty pretty interesting too. And um, you know, going into the Pickums uh, for this week, uh, that first game that we got on tap there is that Saturday night primetime game uh, between the Houston Texans and uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, man, two teams who we would have never thought <laughs> would be in man. this position. You know, getting here, like you know, I, we kind of figured that um, Houston would improve with D'Amico Ryan's, but mm-hmm. not this big of a jump. No. Um, you know, we thought he, we thought Indy would have to have some work being being done, and especially after they lost Anthony Richardson earlier in the season, and yet they've right righted the ship, and here they are too. So, both teams who you know essentially you know have a chance here to, um, you know, at worst-case scenario, clinch a playoff spot here. Um, and then even if whoever loses isn't necessarily re- even really out, so it's not a, you know, yeah. you know, I mean, they'll need some help. But, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that even if they lose, you know, they're not technically eliminated. And the fact that they're playing on Saturday, so once they're done, they can kind of sit back and watch and see – who they need yeah. to root for or root against. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But uh man, I mean, think about this, right? We we haven't seen Houston hasn't been in any primetime games this year. Uh they've all been mm-hmm. I think all their games been in one o'clock. So now we which if you're a college football fan, I mean you've seen CJ Stroud, but now everybody else now primetime is gonna have to is gonna get a chance to see the 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 professional CJ Stroud, CJ you know, Stroud. play yeah. getting getting this chance out there, man, and just the story that that we have right here with the Houston Texans, and of course with the Indianapolis Colts too, because I mean, I everybody part that they were dead to rights after they lost Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Who you got in this one? This is this is for me. This is probably the toughest one to pick out of the games that we have. Um. Like you said, was I thought Jacksonville at the beginning of the year was going to run away with this division. I didn't see Indianapolis, Tennessee, or Houston for that matter competing for for the divisional crown. And the fact that it's a three team race right now is is really crazy. Um, didn't expect CJ Shaw to be playing the way that he's playing. Didn't expect for Indianapolis to do anything. And then Anthony Richardson goes down, like you mentioned, and Gardner Mitchell comes in, and they have they've been clicking. Um, I'm gonna pick Houston though. I'm gonna pick Houston. I think that the Texans find a way to win this game. I think it's gonna be a tight game. I think they find a way to win this game and they win the division. Um, I think Jacksonville is just they've had their ups and downs. Trevor Lawrence being out, you know, all the little injuries that they've had. I think Houston wins this game. I'm I'm, I'm taking Houston. I'm gonna take Houston. Yeah, this was one was kind of tough for me too. I was going back and forth a lot um, because I just I don't know. I mean, it was kind of looking and seeing and trying to figure out. I guess like what gives one team really the edge over the other. There's nothing really there, you know, in a way that doesn't really give 
any team, you know, an edge. You can't say it's coaching because they're both rookie head coaches. I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> you can't say it's coaching. You can't – I mean, you can't really go with, like, I guess with experience on players because, I mean, you know, yeah, Gardner Minshew has been in the league for a minute, but this is probably the most mm-hmm. meaningful game he's ever been in, in his, in, you know, in his NFL tenure for sure. Um you know, it's, I mean, a lot of those guys. I don't. I'm not sure how many of these guys are, were on that roster from the last time that the Colts made the playoffs. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You know how many of those guys are actually there, and then you can say the same thing for Houston too. So I mean, no one really just kind of has like a a, a, a edge that kind of sticks out or an advantage that sticks out. So it really is kind of just like a coin flip, like a, a legit pick them. I mean, I don't. I mean, you know, if you if you were to pick Houston, I couldn't I wouldn't disagree with you. If you went Indianapolis, I couldn't either because it's it's a valid uh a valid way mm-hmm. for, for both of them. Um but I'm with you though. I think uh I think um Houston finds a way to get it done. Uh and they'll end up winning. I don't know if they'll get I don't know if they'll get the division because I don't I'm not I don't see Jacksonville losing to Tennessee. I don't. I don't trust Tennessee. Yeah, I don't trust Tennessee to play spoiler. Could they do it? Yes, but I just don't. I don't trust Tennessee to play spoiler. Yeah. Uh, Will Levis probably won't go. It's looking like it's going to be Ryan Tannehill starting. So I don't know. I think I think Jacksonville has enough to kind of get that done. So mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a roll with Houston too, and I think they'll 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 clinch away and get into the playoffs here at least. You know, worst case scenario, they'll go ahead and get the playoffs because you know whoever wins this can kind of assure themselves at least to say, hey, depending on what happens with everybody else, we'll get in the playoffs because I mean, yeah. and, you know, anything can go at that point. So I'm a, I'm a roll with you with that one. I'm gonna go with Houston as well. All right, so the next game up on tap originally was going to be the Rams and 49ers. Yeah. And it didn't hit me until after you said that they're both teams have they clinched a playoff spot. So, you know, Niners have the one seed. The Rams at worst, I think, would be the six seed. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. they're kind of they're stuck in there at that point. So um that's that, which makes it an interesting headline for the next week, but we'll say that. We'll save that for next week. That's that's called foreshadowing, people. Right, we'll, save <laughs> we'll save we'll save it for next week. If if you know, you know. If because I, I don't I don't want to spoil it, but if you yeah. know, you know where I'm going with that. And so, yeah, if you look it, at the yeah. standings, you'll see you'll see where that's going. If you look at the standings, but we'll go. Let's go. Let's go with a game that you kind of mentioned here uh, uh, a little bit, and that's with Minnesota and Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. Detroit. Is locked in the three seed. <clears throat> if you know, you know. But they they seem like they're going to be locked in the three seed because of the debacle they pulled on on, on last Saturday. Um, man, I don't even want to revisit that. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave yeah. it alone. But well, they're going to be locked yeah. in that three seed at this point. That's what it's looking like. It is what it is. Um, but Minnesota, obviously, you know. Um, in the hunt right here, they've gone through a thousand quarterbacks. It seems like ever since Kirk Cousins <laughs> went down, um, but right here in the running. I mean, kind of similar to what, um, kind of similar to what, like you know, uh, this Pittsburgh and Baltimore is kind of going through, right? You know, yeah. Baltimore is locked in the one seed, probably going to rest. They well, they are, are worse than they starters. We already got the word that Tyler Huntley is going to be QB one for Sunday's matchup. So you know, no Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh is trying to, you know, make it into the playoffs, but 
Baltimore is 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 there, so it's kind of like, do they get a chance to get this win right here, playing against the backups? Would Detroit do the same thing? Are they going to rest their starters, knowing that they are pretty much are locked in the three seed, and then it's Minnesota, yeah. and obviously they'll they'll need some help because there's. There's Green Bay that's in front of them, I believe. I think Seattle's in front of them. So they kind of need some teams to, mm-hmm. to, to to lose. But maybe outside of Seattle and, well, and maybe Green Bay, you know, those two teams there kind of all are playing other teams who don't really have much to play for. But divisional opponents, you know, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, who you got in that one between uh, Minnesota and Detroit? <laughs> I take Minnesota because I would assume, and I mean, you never know. Dan, Dan Campbell kind of rolls to the point, beat of his own, it, yeah, beat of his own it, drum. It's kind of is what it is. Um, don't know what that man gonna do. He might, he might make I them would, play a whole half. Man, what I would, <laughs> I would imagine, I would imagine that Jared Goff and those guys aren't gonna play. So I take Minnesota. I still don't think they would make the playoffs, but with what is on the line. With them having the shot to make the playoffs, I would imagine that um, they would go out there and and put forth a good effort to to try to win this football game. Um, and like I said, I would imagine that Detroit's not playing their guys, so I would pick Minnesota. I just don't think that they would make the playoffs because they they need so much help. I, I don't, and they're behind so many teams. I mean, I just I don't see it. I just don't see it. Like I said, even. Tampa Bay could win and be in and win the division. If Tampa Bay was to lose and not win the NFC South, they still have a chance to make the playoffs before Minnesota does. (laughs) So, like, that just gives you, like, a – that's just, like, yeah, I just just don't see them. I don't see a scenario with them being in the playoffs. But I could see them winning the football game. So, I'll take Minnesota. I think Detroit does what they did last year to mm. Green Bay. Okay. And don't even try to give them a, give them the hope of doing it. I'm a, it. Okay. Now, this is obviously kind of predicated on – this is me thinking that I think Dan Campbell's going to have his guys play. How long, I don't know. But I think he'll have them okay. play. Uh, I think they'll have them play. And mm-hmm. it could be just – Which would not be game. smart, but – it wouldn't be, but I mean, you know, I mean, he went for two, three different times and didn't have to after the. the I said I was gonna leave it alone. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I hear you, bro. I, I, I'm with you. I, I would, I would go. I think I'm also gonna go with Detroit just because Minnesota struggled real bad last week against Green mm-hmm. Bay, um, and you can just kind of tell that. It's, it's it's weird. People talk bad about Kirk Cousins and how he's average and everything like that. But man, the offense just looks it's not the same without him. Mm-hmm. And you know they just hadn't had anybody consistently to to get what they done. I mean, they run the ball okay, but it's been hard for them to consistently run the ball like that. I mean, you know, Ty Chandler. I mean, Chandler is doing the best that he can. I, I I'm, I'm yeah. liking the effort, but you know, I don't know. And then you know just. The defense sometimes just, just gives up a lot of a lot a lot of big plays. Um, now, granted, 
if Detroit doesn't play as starters, they probably should go ahead and win. But I think that I think that Coach Campbell will end up playing them some just enough. I guess maybe a, a series or two. Mm-hmm. And I think they got them. They may have enough to where they do. And I just don't trust Minnesota enough. So I, that's just kind of me just not trusting Minnesota. So that's why I'm going to go with Detroit. Okay. Even though, even though Minnesota probably would do it because the smart thing for Coach Campbell to do would be to just rest his guys. They're locked in at the three seed. They don't have anything else to play. That's for. it. You got to play next week regardless. That's it. You know, you, yeah, yeah. You're playing, next, you're playing next week anyway. So, you know, get ready for that. Um, and then, of course, man, the, the the biggest game of next week because it's pretty much is for one of these teams, it's kind of almost do or die, right? Uh, you got the Buffalo Bills, who, man, who's been up and down so much this season. Um, but quiet is kept, you know, have been right there in the in the hunt of everything. And now, because of the fact that Miami just can't win against, you know, superior opponents, uh, <laughs> now it's going down to here, week 18, Buffalo, Miami, the winner of this is the division champs. Um, and depending <coughs> on who loses, are either going on the road for a playoff game or possibly not making the playoffs at all. Yeah. Um, who you got in this one between the Bills and the Dolphins? I want to take the Bills. I want to take the Bills because Miami – has not been playing well. The injury to Bradley Tubwitz, I'm a, Bradley Tubb, I, it, it sucks for Bradley Tubb. I don't know why he, they were still in the game at that point. I mean, they he got hurt. I think it was like three, maybe four minutes. I think it was three minutes, three and some change left in the game when he got hurt. Why they were still in, I do not know. I don't understand why they were still in the football game at that point. It was fifty-six to nineteen. What else? I'm, the game. I, I, I understand. Like, and, and it's tough. It's tough because being on this side of it, like, yeah, we're gonna fight. We're gonna keep fighting. We're not gonna lay down. We're not gonna give up. But the game is over, and you know, going into it, you know, this coming week, next week. We have a game where the division crown is on the line and we're playing against a team who's been hot and who thraxed us earlier in the year. So I need my horses. So Bradley, defense, y'all sit down and chill. Let's get ready for next week. So I hate I hate that he got hurt. The reason why I'm taking Miami is because, one, Miami's at home and it's hard to be a division opponent twice. I just, I, it's hard for me to think that Buffalo is going to go down to Miami and beat them again. I, I, could they do it? Of course they could. I just don't see it. It's hard to beat an opponent twice, especially in your division. Miami is explosive. I think that they are, they play, obviously, they play extremely well at home. They play way better at home than they do on the road. And I think overall, throughout the season, I think Miami has been a better team than Buffalo. They just, like you said, have not been able to – a lot of the better teams in the league that they've played, they've lost to. And I think they need this one as a confidence boost. Um, they're dealing with some injuries. You know, Ray Mostert, is he going to be able to go? Jalen Waters, is he going to be able to go? You had the whole thing with Tyreek Hill. I'm glad that all his 
Oh, if his, you know, he's okay and his family's okay, but you have the thing with Tyreek Hill earlier. How do they look going into this football game? Buffalo is, this is it, really. I think this is it. If if they lose, I think they're done. Um, But I'm taking Miami. I'm going to take Miami at home. Take Miami at home. I'm taking Miami as well just because this did like I'm right just because this one is at home for them. All of pretty much all the top opponents they've had to play outside of that I want to say Dallas. Mm-hmm. They had to go on the road or at a neutral site, yeah. you know, so they like they lost their close one to the Chiefs. Um yeah. I mean, the first time they played the the Bills was in Buffalo, got blew out, had to play Philly in Philly, had to play Baltimore in Baltimore. So, you know, kind of tough and they are a better team at home than they are on the road so as simple as that and on top of that i mean if they go ahead and win that they 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 got the two seed at least and now they, they mm-hmm. at least got they're guaranteed at least two if they can home win them yeah, two home games you know that they yep. can win them um and you just never know what could happen you know in the playoffs to where they could possibly host the afc championship you know Compared to if they lose, it's more than likely they're going to, I guess, depending on what happens with Cleveland and Cincinnati, what happens there, they're either being a five or a six seed. Mm-hmm. And now going to have to go on the road and, you know, face, face a, you know, whoever, face Kansas City or face, mm-hmm. or face possibly, Houston or, you know, Jacksonville yeah. or Houston, you know, whoever yeah. it could be um, at, at that moment. And, you know, I would probably still lean towards them to pick them on that, but it, I wouldn't be that confident with them just because them being on the road and they just haven't yep. shown they haven't shown us that they could win um, on the road against you know superior opponents. So mm-hmm. they they kind of have to just like you said for their psyche for their mental to get them back to feeling themselves. Man, they have to they have to get this one. I know, but I know Buffalo is thinking they have to too, but. For for Miami, say they have to too as well. Yeah. So, um, How about think, Buffalo uh, still having a shot to to be the two seed too, bro? Like that's after after all of that, right? <laughs> after after I think it was when they one they were what they were what, what five and six six and six at one point no, they reared out four like, straight now. Like the fact so, that they still have a shot to win to win a division and be the two seed, like after the season they've been having, like that's that's. That's insane. That's scary. That's scary. That's because that's why I, some, I was somewhat was going to. I was leaning towards Buffalo just because I feel like outside of maybe outside of the way of how San Francisco looked, that this that's technically that's probably the next hottest team and and Baltimore. Let me let me not throw out Baltimore. Let me like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably besides from Baltimore and San Francisco, the next hottest team at least. Might for sure, it yeah. has has to be has to be the Bills. I mean, because everybody else has kind of been up and down these last few weeks and everything mm-hmm. like that, and they just quietly just you know had their head down and they just kept winning and they've been right there in the thick of things, man. So uh, it's just to see what what may happen, but I, I'm I'm a roll with the Dolphins as well, just because it is at home. They do play better at home, and. I know they would rather want to have that two seed than maybe that five mm-hmm. or that six seed. So, no doubt. And on top of that, if they mess around and lose, then that you know now other teams are sweating. You know now maybe now the loser between Houston and Indy is sweating. You know they're like, oh yeah, well damn, that's a spot that we can't get. Same thing for Pittsburgh. They're like, 
damn, that's a spot that we may not be able to have now. So yeah. if they if other teams want to feel good, they for sure are pulling for Miami. Miami to win. <laughs> to for win. Sure. So they they like, and, on, and on top of that, the fact that that's going to be the last game that <laughs> of the regular season. So everybody's just yeah. going to be like locked in, like just mm-hmm. really stand up super late trying to make sure that they can say that they in or ain't in. So um, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Nah, no but, doubt. Uh, man, that the you know, you I mean, you wouldn't want it really any other way. <laughs> nah, no. You know, why not? Why not? I mean, the fact that it can come down like that, and there's just so many teams that you know legit have a chance to just get in the dance. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's really all you can ask for, right? It's just to want to just get in the dance with it, right? So. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Can't wait. I'm definitely gonna be locked in. I know we're gonna be all gonna be locked in, just trying to figure out, you know, what's gonna happen. And then at that mm-hmm. point, you know, the rest of the teams are starting getting ready for the draft. And then we get ready here for the playoffs, man. And it's it's That's it's, it. uh, it's a whole new season at that point. <laughs> whole new, whole season. new season. Uh, man. And speaking of seasons, we we've unfortunately, but fortunately, have made it down here to. Uh, the last college football game of the season. Yep. Uh, the last time that we're seeing a 14 playoff. Um, yeah. Bowl season is coming to an end. It's been an interesting bowl season, man. Um, yep. We've, we've, we've uh, a, a, a lot of good games, uh, a lot of blowouts, controversial calls, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, some that you might've seen, some that you didn't see. I mean, you know, Opt outs. <laughs> it's uh, it's been kind of crazy. Um, but real quick before we get into the semis, want to get into some of the New Year's Six bowl games, man, because they were, you know, they were interesting to say the least too. Because I mean, mm-hmm. some we kind of were not surprised at. Like I, I wasn't surprised that Oregon ended up killing Liberty like that. I mean, you know, yeah, that was that was gonna happen. Um, but then when you look at like, for example, right, the in the Cotton Bowl. Now, granted, I know there was no Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple other guys that were missing. You know, Kyle McCord wasn't there anymore for Ohio State. But to think about all the guys that they have, like on that roster, the recruits. You know, the you know these these they still got some heavy hitters that's on that roster, and they can only muster three points against Missouri. That was. To me, that was a you know, that was that was a little insane, and then, I mean, obviously, the the, the biggest one was between Georgia and Florida State because everyone was kind of waiting to see what was going to happen with that, and you know, there were some people that were basically like we told you so, and some was just like, well, damn, I mean, it was going to be bad, but not that bad. <laughs> so it's like, man, which one of the which one of the New Year's Six games that. I guess you want to chime on a bit more. Um, really, really all of them. Okay. Not, not so much the Ohio State Missouri. I think the score is what surprised people more than anything. But just really, just all of them in totality. I got there's there's issues in totality, man. So if I had to pick a game, it'd be Georgia and Florida State. Because I'm sick of Florida State at this point. Because you, I believe 
they they did everything they needed to do to be in the playoff. You were undefeated, won your conference, you did what you needed to do. Unfortunately, it is what it is. You have you didn't look the way that you looked before the injury to Jordan Travis. Okay, cool. You're playing against Georgia, who for if not all the season, 10, 11 weeks out of 12, or ranked number one in the country, who had one loss in the conference championship game, who a lot of people think and probably still think is the best team in the nation, who didn't make the playoff as well. And you get pinned head-to-head in one of the most prestigious ball games in college football history. And I picked Georgia to win, but I thought that both sides were not going to have their Guys, I thought both sides were going to have, you know, 20 guys that were going to opt out. And it was going to be the who's who, bro. Like, who is this guy? Who is that guy? Who is that? Who is that? And granted, I was halfway around the world. So when the game came on, it was 1 o'clock where I was at in the morning. And I hear that Georgia's has their guys playing. Because they're coming back. They want to send the seniors off the right way. This would be the fifth year win for their seniors and yada, 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 yada. And Florida State has 29 guys that opted out. Or 27. One or two, I think 27. I think 27 guys. 27. 27 guys opt out of the game. I fell asleep. I didn't watch a play, Sanders. It was 1 o'clock in the morning. I didn't watch a play. I fell asleep before kickoff. When I woke up. It was 3.30 in the morning, and the score was 42-3. to I turned the game off, and I went back to sleep. And Florida State players and fans have the audacity to say that when Alabama lost to Michigan, they had the audacity to comment and talk about how they should have been in over Alabama with the performance that you just put forth in the Orange Bowl. Kirby Smart was absolutely right. Do I think that at full strength, Florida State beats Georgia? No. Even with Georgia Travis, I don't think they beat Georgia. But you have an opportunity to make a statement. They've gone on they all the who and how they did after they, they made the playoff, rightfully so. You got people, you got the governor of the state, you got celebrities sending stuff to the committee, you have everybody going to bat for you, and you have an opportunity to play against a worthy opponent, the two-time back-to-back national champion, to make a statement and say, we win this game, this stamps that we should have been in the playoff, and you not only go out there and lose, you lose by 60, and half the guys that were on that team did not play. That ain't Kirby Smart fault that he got his guys to get ready to play, that he got the guys that could have opted out, he got them to play. That ain't Kirby Smart fault. That ain't Georgia fault. That's on Florida State. And then you turn around and you got something to say about Alabama. I don't think Florida State beats Alabama. Why they talking crazy? I don't think they beat Alabama. So the fact that you got you have 
The only person that I would hear something from is Jordan Travis because he literally could not play. I'll take it from Jordan Travis. Anybody else, especially the guys that opted out of that game, opted out of the Georgia game, Florida State had one starting defensive lineman that played the whole season playing on playing against Georgia on December 30th. One starter in the D-line played. One starter. Georgia had all their guys. The bigger problem is with the portal and with these guys opting out of these ball games. I'm sick of dudes opting out of ball games. I'm so done. I, it, 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 it irks me. It irks me that guys opt, they, they opt out of these ball games. 27 guys from Florida State opted out. I don't remember the backup quarterback's name for Florida State, but he hit the portal before the game was even announced. What has he done before any of this to hit the portal? You were going to be the guy. You're going to be the guy, or at least be in competition with, I think it's a Rodemaker. That's the, that's the, is that the first? Tay Rodemaker. No, Tay Rodemaker is the one who transferred. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rodemaker uh, is the one that Brock transferred. Glenn. Brock Glenn is who you're thinking about. Yeah. Okay, Glenn. Yeah. Either you're going to be the guy, Rodemaker, or you're going to be in competition with Brock Glenn to be the guy. Why are you, why are you hitting the portal? Why are you leaving? Guys don't re- man. The portal is not what everybody thinks it is. That can be. We can go into a whole, a whole another. That can be a whole another conversation. But the portal is not what what people think it is. These dudes are opting out. That is not the Florida State team that we saw all year, even without Jordan Travis. That's not the defense that we saw. I think if them dudes on defense play, they still might lose, but they don't lose by sixty points. Penn State, Penn State was giving up 11 points a game and they were giving up like 223 yards a game on defense passing. They gave up 400 plus yards against Ole Miss. They were missing their two starting corners. Two of the, their two starting corners plus other guys on defense opted out. You mentioned Kyle McCord. He hit the portal. Marvin Harrison Jr. He opted out. Among other dudes, they have got you. They have got to close they they the season isn't over when the champ when conference championship games are done. There are still bowl games to be played. So a lot of these teams, these are not the teams that we are watching throughout the year. These are not the same teams we're seeing in bowl season. These are not the same football teams. And you get out there and you wonder why Florida State gets blown out or why Ohio State can't score a touchdown against Missouri. Missouri is a good football team. I picked Missouri to beat Ohio State. But 14 to 3, Ohio State, 14 to 3. Make that make sense. Make that make sense. Make the Penn State Ole Miss score make sense. Make that and that's just and and the other thing is, once again, I'm not a Georgia fan. I'm from Georgia. I'm not a Georgia fan. Kirby Smart said a lot of a lot of what Kirby Smart said was right. There are more games than just the New York Six. There are more bowl games than just the New York Six. This ain't just happening in New York Six, uh, New Year's, excuse me, New Year's Six bowl games. Correct. It's happening across. There are 35 other bowl games that this is happening in where there are blowouts or the games aren't just what they are cracked up to be, what they should be because the guys are opting out or they're hitting the portal. If guys opting out, yeah, okay. 
Like, I have a problem with that, but it is what it is. These dudes in the portal, though, that's like that. Bro, you got like Duke was literally the first team that I saw that had guys that were in the portal and had guys committed to other teams and they were still letting them play. Duke's running back is committed to North Carolina State. He was playing in the game against Troy. That's literally, that's the first team that I saw was actually allowing guys who were in the portal to still play in their bowl game for that for that team before they left. It, it's it's it, we have gotten away. We have truly gotten away from what college football is and is supposed to be. We have gotten away from it. It is no longer with me, with you, with anybody our age and older remembers college football being when we were six to 17 years old, 20 years old. It's not the same game anymore. Bowl games meant something when we were growing up. They Bowl games meant something. Playing in the Rose Bowl meant something. Playing in the Orange Bowl meant something. Playing in these bowl games meant something. They meant something to the team, to the players, to the coaches, to the fan bases. We played in four straight bowl games when I was at MT. Then there was no, there wasn't no opting out. There wasn't no opting out. If you could play, you were playing. Because winning a bowl game, winning a bowl game meant something. It don't mean nothing no more. And that's the problem because all this, all the stuff, all the, the transfer portal stuff and the opting out and the and like it don't mean anything no more. If you ain't in the playoff, it don't matter. And even if you and even if you make one of these big bowl games, that don't matter. You got guys that's declaring for the draft that's opting out. That's they projected fifth round picks. What you opting out the game for? Now, now that's where I have a problem with the opt out. Right? Like I get it. I get it if you're a Caleb Williams. If you're, Marvin Harrison, you, do you Marvin think, Harrison bro? You Jr. about to be a, a top five pick, bro. You know what I'm saying? He, I'm not a big fan of him, but a Drake May, you know, if if, if you're one of the guys where you're – Jaden Daniels. Jay, you know what I'm saying? Jaden Daniels, you know, where you're projected right now, if we had the draft starting tomorrow, you're getting first round money. Money, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Even if you, even if you're like borderline day two, and I'm talking about early day two, like early second, mid mm-hmm. second round. But when we talking about, like, why the hell is Joe Milton opting out of the bowl game? Come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what do we do? Like, what, what are we, are we doing? doing? Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, oh. Sam, Sam Hartman. Opt out his ball game and he's chilling on the sideline like he is already an alumni from Notre Dame or something. Like what? Like like he mad with McConaughey or something? Like what are we? Doing? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it became cool to not play in ball games. I I I, I truly just don't. I truly just don't understand it, man. Like or even and then even with like the with the portal, right? I mean, I, to a certain extent. I'm, I guess, like, I'm okay with it when, if they're going to, for example, right, A.D. Mitchell, A.D. Mitchell, who used mm-hmm. to be at Georgia, mm-hmm. 
the word about him well nothing came out until after the after the season was done about him transferring i feel like if you're gonna hit the portal i feel like you should do it that way right finish your season with you with your guys now, obviously, his reason is different from other people. I don't know what everybody else is. Now, his reason was to get closer to family because he's from out that way and everything okay. like that for him to go to Texas, right? But like you said, Tate Rodemaker, why are – like Kyle McCord, why are you guys – before why? the bowl game, why are you already hit, leaving out, hitting the portal? I mean, with DJ, 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 you doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Like what, what – you can't the, the, you can at least finish it out with your guys and then go hit the portal. Like you you can't wait for that next batch, that that next but, round to go. Like I you know, and I'm so not the, sure how you know how the portal works more than, yeah. than I do. So So part of part of part of the problem is it opens this year open December fourth. So it opens so early. And I and yeah. I get I understand it why it opens that early. It opens that early because you need if you're going to transfer, you want to do mid-year, you got to have a chance to, okay, if I'm going to go and visit some schools, let me go and visit. And it gives you, a, it gives you time to be able to get in, to get enrolled in whatever school you're going to attend and get set for that spring semester. But because it is so early, everybody jumps in as soon as the season's over with. And you don't know what happens. Like, so, like I said, now your the roster that you thought you were going to have in the bowl game is no more because everybody, you know, some of your best guys are hitting the portal. You know, there's guys that you thought might hit the portal that are still hitting, and then there's guys that you didn't think were going to hit the portal that still end up hitting the portal. So, like, that that's that's where it comes down to. I think what they need to do, and then we can move to the semifinals, you know, I think what needs to happen is if they're going they they need to regulate the transfer portal. There's no regulation. There's they just it's the wild wild west. I think that to cut down on the amount of guys that jump in the portal because no one talks about the guys that don't find a school. No one talks about those guys. Because a lot of schools when you hit the portal, you are not welcome back to said program. So if you don't find anywhere to go, you just out there. And a lot of guys are left just out there. But I think what needs to happen is if your head coach leaves, if your head coach leaves the program or you are a senior or a grad guy, you can leave, you can hit the portal with no infraction, no no penalty. Your head coach leaves you're a senior, graduating senior, or you're a grad student. So, for example, Mike Elko leaves Duke, goes to Texas A&M. Anybody on Duke's roster can hit the portal. No penalty. Anybody across the country, you're a senior, you're graduating, you're a grad transfer, you can leave. If you want to leave the portal and you are an underclassman, you got to go back to sitting out for a year. Go back to sitting out for a year. Six game, whatever it is, there has to be some type of. If you gonna leave, you got to sit it down for a year, or whatever it, you know, you got to sit it down for however long. I think that will help with the numbers and help with some of the stuff that we talk about when it comes to the portal, because guys just jump in, and 
when they think, oh, yeah, I'm going to have some type of value. I'm a receiver or I'm a running back. And I, bro, there's, there's you in the portal at running back. And guess what? There's another 1,000 running backs that's in the portal, too. It just is what it is. This is how it is now. So I think that would help um, along with some other things. But these ball games are starting to get watered down, man. And what what's going and what it would be crazy is that if you have guys, because next year you're going to 12 teams for the playoff, what's going to happen is it'd be crazy if guys opt out of that too. If guys opt out of that, that's going to wake people up and be like, okay, yeah, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, Florida State took me off. Florida State took me off and then, you know, this, some of these games is not, I mean, some of them just not good anymore, man. Like, I can't, I, I, I don't know if I could tell you one bowl game I watched from start to finish, bro. I saw that Georgia Tech and UCF, and I just watched that because Tech is here in Atlanta. Outside of that, I didn't watch the games. It would have been, it would have been, the, been the, the outside of the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm, I would have watched the playoff games, but like I didn't watch the game start. I didn't watch no ball game starting to finish, bro. No one playing. Yeah. So I, I think mm. the only, I think the only like two bowls I probably might have watched from start to finish was I think I did the Peach Bowl, and. Um, Really, just for entertainment purposes, the Pop Tart Bowl. <laughs> just because yeah. I knew that they had the Alamo. Like, there were some good ball games, though. Like yeah. you said, yeah. the Alamo Bowl is a good game every year. I don't know what's up. Whoever yeah, picked those teams, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alamo Bowl one. is always was, good. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Valero Alamo Bowl, they always yeah, do that, a good job. Yeah, yeah, that that was a good one too yeah. for sure. So, um, yeah, man, I don't yeah. know. It's just some some's gonna have to give for sure about that. It can't mm-hmm. be just. It can't be just you know focusing on just you know the the the, the playoffs and the, whoever the semifinal bowls is going to be and then the, the, you know, the national championship and everything like that and that that's another story for another day too about how they want to making suggestions about what should be where the location for the national championship should be now but that's that's a whole another story for another day with that one but so supposedly next year is supposed to be in Atlanta. So. Yeah, but well, 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 well basically, uh, I think Kirk Hershey came out and said that they think that the Rose Bowl should just host the national championship. Okay, year. let's just I'm, let's move that's, on. That, yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I already have a problem with the schedule too. They're not playing the national championship this year until January 20th, bro. The season is too long, bro. That is the season too long. January think about it, Sanders. Think about it, bro. That's gonna be that's the same weekend. Because Super Bowl, like Super Bowl weekend is always like the first. That's no, like that's probably the same as the conference championship weekend, bro, in the NFL. Because they always have that extra well, week. If it's, you know well, if it's have, the twenty, extra week. If, if it's the twenty, if it may, or it, it, well, either way, it's going to be around the playoffs. Yeah, somewhere in there, it's going to be around the playoffs. So let's see. It's either the it'll be the divisional or the or, or, or the, or the championship. championship. Or the, yeah, which is too long, bro. That's too long of a season, wow, bro. That's insane. Um, that's too long dang, of a that's season. Insane. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. So you know we had the the the, uh, the college football playoff semifinals that happened this year. It was the uh, Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, man, um, 
once again, I think this year we got two great semifinal games. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I think the Rose Bowl was a little it was a little choppy. Um, you okay. know, penalties, mistakes, everything like that. But it but it had a, a great finish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then obviously the Sugar Bowl had had the the the, the scoring, the entertainment, the everything that we thought that it would have. Um, and everything like that. Obviously, you know, the Rose Bowl came down to a win in the overtime, last play, and, um, you know, Michigan came out on top 27-20. Um, and then um, same thing with the Sugar Bowl, Texas and Washington coming down to one last play. Um, great, great defensive play right there by the Washington defense um, to to finish out on top 37-31. Uh, once again, I mean – it seemed like you know those first the first few years of the this fourteen playoff, we always would either get two blowouts or there'd be one blowout and one close game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it hasn't really been close, but this season and last season we've got two consecutive years where the semifinal games were, I mean you know just just masterful. Like it just had yeah. everybody on edge. Great games, you know. No one was saying like, "Well, this sucked" and everything like that. Um, I think that was a good thing that they happened like that. Um, for especially the fact that this is the last year of the the fourteen playoff. I'm kinda glad that it played out that way. Now, I know you said you didn't get much of a chance to, you know, see everything because yeah. you, you was living life, you know what I mean? You was living life. <laughs> well, at that point at that point, man, I was on a plane coming back. Um, <laughs> you was dreading but, life. Never mind. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I gotta go back. Oh. Yeah, I was coming back, man. I was just trying. I was trying to watch. I was excited because I was ready to watch them. Um, and just wasn't able to. Um, I think that the games played out the way I thought they were going to. I thought that the the Rose Bowl, the Michigan Alabama game was going to be that hard nosed, physical, you know, tight ball game, and I thought that the Sugar Bowl was going to be a shootout. Um, obviously, I picked Alabama to win. Um, I think there was just a couple. There were a couple, you know mistakes that Alabama made that uh, Michigan capitalized on. There were some plays that were out there that to be had for Alabama that it just didn't make. Um, I even think that last play of the game, I think if Sean, you know, now everybody, you know, breaking it down and you seeing how the play was supposed to go or thinking how it was supposed to go, I think if Miro follows that guard, man, I think he walks into the end zone. Um, but, you know, Michigan made the plays. Um and they won the football game against a good Alabama team. And then you flip it around to the Sugar Bowl with Washington and, and Texas. Mike Penix was out there just lighting them boys up. And Texas showed resolve and fought back and had a chance to, I mean, really win it. And they would have tied it up with a touchdown at the extra point wins of the game, had a chance to win the game. And Washington showed resolve again and everybody talks about the offense for Washington. No one talks about the defense. The defense makes a play at the end of the ball game to win. I've been saying it all year that Washington has continued to find ways to win football games. They find ways to win games. Um whether there's shootouts, there are knockout dragouts, just bare knuckle brawls like in the rain, the snow and the cold and wherever it is, they have found ways to win games all year. And um, I think that that showed up on Saturday night, or excuse me, on New Year's New Year's night. 
against Texas. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited for the national championship game. Being from the South, obviously, it's like, you know, you if Alabama wins, you got more of a dog in the fight. But um, I think that, once again, like you said, two great semifinal matchups. Um, I wish I could have saw them live just to kind of, you know, get a little bit better feel for them. I watched the highlights um, of the games. Um, J.J. McCarthy played played a, a good game. Obviously, the game that started the way he wanted it to, to go. Like you said, had those turnovers and things like that. Um, but it's like I said with the keys to the game, if, if Michigan can run the ball, they, it's gonna, it helps out J.J. McCarthy and it helps out that football team and that defense for Michigan is tough. I mean, that's, they, they play some defense. They play some good defense up there. So um, I thought that you got two good games and – I mean, I, I after seeing those, it, and I think that's nothing that kind of whatever, you know, with the Florida State thing, after watching those games too, like, Alabama to get blown out, they lost in overtime. Like, you got, there were legit seven teams that you could have put in the playoff this year, and I think you would have got somewhere, you know, somewhere in the, the same realm of those type, yeah, yeah. Of, those, of those games. So um, I'm just, I'm happy that it turned out that way. I'm happy that the games were good, and you got two undefeated teams playing for a national championship, which how can you how can you be mad at that? Truly. Right. I mean, cause I can't think of the last time the, I guess I don't know. No, I was gonna I was gonna say the last time Alabama and Clemson played, but I don't think I think both of those teams I think Alabama had, had a loss. Yeah. I think both of them. I think they both might have had a loss around that time. So yeah. you're right, it's 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 off the top of my head, it's been a while since we had, you know, uh, was Clemson uh, undefeated with uh, when they played LSU that year, or did they have the one loss? Ooh, now they might have been. I'm not sure. They, they might have been. They might have. Let been. me check on that. I'll check on that. They might have been. Is that? Mm, no, no, no. That I was gonna say is that the is that the? No, that wasn't the COVID year when. Trevor Lawrence missed the game and they lost the mm-hmm. game. No, in that year, so they might okay. That that one might have been two undefeated That might have been. been nope, Clemson had a loss. Okay, <laughs> all right then. So yeah, probably. Oof, Clemson had a loss. Is it? Was the was it? No way. They lost the local the, They lost local the state that year. Ah. Oh, this is this is the wrong the year. The pit was it? The pit was it? The pit was they had. Hold on, man. No, this that's the Sean Watson that I'm thinking about. Let me see. Hold on. No, it's 2019. Man, they lost to. So are you telling me that is? Was, is Alabama Notre Dame? The they lost. To, they lost to Notre Dame. They lost to Notre Dame that year in, wow, in overtime. Okay. That's what it was. That's the DJ. That was his first start. Remember, okay. Trevor Lawrence got hurt. Okay. That was DJ's okay. first start up there in Notre okay. Dame. Yep, I thought so. Lost okay. in overtime. Okay, so probably was at Alabama Notre Dame. Alabama yep. Notre Dame. The last time we might have had two under. So was that twenty? Or was that twenty? Was Notre Dame undefeated like, in the twenty twenty when they played that was Devontae Smith year twenty twenty. Devontae Smith won the, won the Heisman. No, they might have been undefeated that year. But they didn't make the playoffs that year, though. They didn't make the playoffs that year. 
the oh, okay. Wasn't, they played Ohio State. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm sorry. Uh, well, they, well, they, were, they were undefeated too, so I guess. But yeah. mm-hmm. or it's like everybody else want to discredit everything else that was the COVID year. Um. <laughs> I bet we're gonna win that game regardless. Regardless, right? They were that year, regardless. for sure. That year, regardless. But dang, now, yeah. Just thinking about it, I mean, obviously, it's been a while then since we've seen you know two undefeated teams play for a national championship. Uh, mm-hmm. For sure. So, so interesting to see. Um, I thought, um, yeah, I thought Michigan so showed some great resolve for sure because there was definitely. I feel like those old Michigan teams would have would have messed around and been down. Mm-hmm. They got blown out, you know, but they they've definitely shown some poise, some resolve, and I mean, dude, Mike Penix was just lighting them, like you said, they was just lighting them boys. So it wasn't nothing, it wasn't mm-hmm. nothing the DBs could do. I figured if uh, if uh, the D lineman for Texas was sweating, those boys couldn't get back there, yeah, or couldn't slow them down with the run. It was it was gonna be a long night. Now I will say this: I'm not sure how the extent of the injury was to. Um, to Johnson, the running back for uh, yeah. Washington. But that's a big yeah. blow if he's not going to be, which he, he probably won't be the way it looked. It's going to be a big blow to them um, come Monday. But, man, if it come, when it comes down to it, bro, who is lifting up the trophy come Monday night between Michigan and Washington? I'm rolling with Washington. I've, I've been on the Washington train all year. I'm not jumping off now. I, I the 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 injury to Dylan Johnson definitely hurts. If if he's if he can't go, that's going to be tough. Yeah. But like I just said, Washington has found ways to win football games all season long on the road, at home. Tough opponent versus tough opponent versus tough opponent versus tough opponent. They continue to find ways to win games. The biggest test for me going into this game is going to be how Washington's O-line deals with Michigan's D-line. Now, you're talking about Washington's O-line, who a lot of people feel is the best offensive line in the country, going up against Michigan's defensive line, who a lot of people think is one of, if not the best, defensive fronts in the nation. If Washington's offensive line can give Mike Penning some time, I'm letting you know right now, it's going to be an issue. Because Odusier and Polk and McMillan, them boys, are different. And, I mean, Michigan doesn't have to send a lot of pressure. They can get pressure with four, but... If if they can if that offensive line can give Penning some time, he he's he can he can and will hurt Michigan. It would hurt that back end. But I think even the Sugar Bowl is indicative of what I've been talking about all year about them continuing to find ways to win games, and they're 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 going to be an underdog. There's going to be a lot of people that are not going to give Washington a chance to win this game. I think that a lot of people didn't give. Washington a chance to beat Texas, if I'm gonna be completely honest. I think a lot of people pick Texas to win this game. Um win the win the Sugar Bowl. So I'm a, I'm gonna pick Washington. I think that I think that quarterback for quarterback, I think Penix, I think Washington has the better quarterback. I think they've been battle tested. I think that this defense is gonna show up and play better than people are going to expect. And if this becomes a shootout, 
I like Washington. You, if if Washington shows that they can move the ball and score touchdowns against this team at a high clip, it's gonna get ugly. Because Michigan is, I don't think Michigan is built for a shootout. I don't think Michigan is built to drop back and have McCarthy throw the ball forty times to win a game. And so um, the way that he played, some of those turnovers, the interceptions and stuff, you do that against Washington in that offense, you're going to be in trouble quick. So g- give me Washington, man. I'm, I'm going to roll with the Huskies. I like that. I like that. Uh, For me, I mean, you, dude, like you said, you mentioned here, that receiving core for Washington is crazy. Mm-hmm. And McMillan missed time. He was hurt part of the year. That's Oh yeah, for a big chunk of the so, year. So, so just imagine all of them full strength for a full season. It it could have got ugly for a lot of different yeah. teams for sure. Been bad. For them, for them doing all that. Like I said, I do hate that they probably won't have Dylan Johnson there. Um, but I mean, to me, I, the, the key is going to be who can who can neutralize who, right? Like if Washington can neutralize. Michigan's defensive line to make sure they can't get pressure like that. And like you said, if Penny's get time back there in that pocket, I, I I know Michigan has some solid DBs, but if I had to pick between the DBs and the wide receivers of Washington, I'm I'm sorry, I'm putting my money mm-hmm. in Washington just because I mean, you know, that's they just they're special, man. And then mm-hmm. I mean the other the other side of the ball for Michigan, I mean, the way to neutralize Washington really is to Keep Michael Penix and them on the sideline, right? So yep. this is this is gonna have to be a, a which I mean something that they would love to do anyway is just to run the ball. This would be a huge, 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 you know, Blake Horn game. Like, can he have another mm-hmm. type of game that he had like in the Rose Bowl? And then can when it's time to make throws, can JJ McCarthy make those uh timely throws to to Wilson and the rest of those guys? Uh to the young freshman. I can't think his name, the one who muffed the punt earlier, but he made up for yeah, it. I, I can't yeah. think his name right now. But can he get those guys, you know, get those guys mm-hmm. off of Loveland, the tight end, you know what I'm saying? Like, can he make sure they get them involved to where they can be balanced, right? So, I think that Michigan will make sure that they slow this game down, not have it in the yeah. shootout. Because I'm with you. If it gets into a shootout, it's game over. If, if you look up and it's – 10-nothing, 17-7, 21-10, and they ain't, Michigan ain't stopped Washington. Washington's going down four drives, and it's been all touchdowns, and they've got a touchdown and two field goals. They're in trouble. They're in trouble because they just can't – they don't have that quick strike ability like a Washington to just hurry up and get those points back. If it comes to shootout, it is it is it's GG's, and we got – we're gonna have a, we already know who's the champion gonna be by halftime. Michigan will I think Michigan will find a way to be able to slow it down. Keep they have to keep their offense on the sideline. That's gonna be the best way to do it. We we've seen we've seen it. I hate to, I don't wanna make that comparison to the NFL, but I have to. We've seen what a lot of teams have done, like for example, with the with the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Granted mm-hmm. their wide receivers suck this year, but still at the same time, if you keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, and you're going six, seven-minute drives, and before you know it, the quarter is halfway done or a third of the, you know, two-thirds mm-hmm. of the way done, and he ain't touched the ball yet. He ain't been on the field yet. Well, instead of them now getting, you know, 
75 to 80 plays, maybe, you know, you know, 75 to 80 plays. Now it's only 65 to, you know, 65 to 70 or 60 to 65 plays because mm-hmm. you've controlled the clock. I think Michigan will find a way to do it. Um, let's just be real. They've been dealing with BS all year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no from, doubt. From the from the from the the self imposed suspension with Coach Harbaugh to the whole, you know, the the sign stealing allegations and everything like that, and I mean, you know, whether you want to say it with or without it, they fourteen times they've done it, fourteen times they've been successful. Yeah, can they make it a fifteenth? It's possible. I think they do. Um, and what a story, right? You know, just amidst of all the distractions, everything that's going on. And I think this is going to be the the um, the serenade of Coach Harbaugh. And then, you know, we'll find out that they actually really did it. He'll leave, go to the NFL, and go to the <laughs> All you're going to do is vacate the wins. It just is the wins to get vacated. Take it's going to be like, dang. Let me, let, me, let me get that band a bit, dog. Yeah, anyway, dang, you know. Or or, or, or maybe not. Maybe maybe they maybe won't not. find any, Maybe they won't find anything else in this yeah. end, but I still think he may uh, I think try he's to go gone. back to I the think he's gone. Yeah. I think he's gone. So he, he have I his think when lose, song. he's gone. Yeah, yeah, he'll have his swan song moment here, his swan song mm-hmm. moment, and, and, and he can lift up the trophy and say, hey, I did this for my alma mater. We, 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 we finally got to think about this, right? Both of these teams, right, haven't – both of them, it's been 25-plus years since they've won a natty. So both teams are – I think this is – to a certain extent, I get it. It's, it's kind of weird not seeing an SEC team in the championship. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen it since Oregon, Ohio State, which is funny. Mm-hmm. That's Big Ten, Pac-12, and that's – what it's going to be here, big well, it's gonna be, yeah. But I mean, I think it's going to be interesting to see just because, especially now, you know, you think about it though. Like I said, it's been 25 plus years for both of these teams to what they since they last won uh, a national championship. I, we wasn't even thought of the last time Washington won it. No. And we were babies. <laughs> and we were babies when we were little toddlers when you feel me, when Michigan won it. So it was just like, yeah. you know, we. Some we some you know we haven't seen in a while. So I mean, I think it's something interesting to see. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to deal with the. I mean, there was going there could have been storylines. I guess if you had it with Alabama and Texas or whatever, yeah. or however you want to do it. But the storylines here are, are, are going to be great too. I mean, you know, we got uh, two good head coaches, man. Two good quarterbacks. Two just two mm-hmm. all around great teams. Um, who you know they, whether you like them or don't like them, they've earned their way here. To this moment, um, so I'm just hoping it'd be a great game. You know, hopefully it doesn't end up like you know last year's national championship game. You know, hopefully it doesn't get to the point where it's a huge, huge blowout. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to a good game. But I, I'm a, I'm gonna go with Michigan. I say Michigan ends up winning it. Um, they'll they'll cap off this season and just you know write it off no other type of way, man. But I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if Washington found a way to get it done either, though. But I'm going to roll with Michigan. I'm going to roll with Michigan. There it is. Yes, sir. There it is. If yes, if if Michigan wins, do we let them on? Yes. I, I, I say yes just because. Okay. Okay. I feel like. And, and, and maybe is it unfair Sometimes yes, but then sometimes I feel like he he just he gets it coming. But B do get so he get a lot of slander from the from from the goonies just because 
pretty much outside of him and Eli, everybody else team is either on the West Coast or yeah, down or south. The so they're like they're the only Midwest North, north you know, guys where they're just like, you know, it, they catch it. Eli, they catch yeah, it. Eli, they they catch it a lot. Any you know, because okay. it's kind of like. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, think about it, right? They get a lot of smoke. They get a lot of smoke. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like when, when, you know, it's kind of like when, when Georgia loses or if Alabama Mm -hmm. loses and, you know, we, we, we kind of be like, ha ha, but you know, we don't really say much. It's like, oh, whatever. But you know, it's like, we're like, oh, shit, Michigan lost. Oh, oh, we're Bashan there. Oh, Ohio State lost. Oh, oh, Eli, where you at? It's like, bro, we just, I don't know what it is. We just, they just get turned, bro. <laughs> turn up on those folks, bro, and it's just like we do. So, so you, you know, we do. We do. And, and it's yeah. right. You know, think about it, we right? Do, we'll man. be like, you we know, do. you know, be be a say something, and then you have like Tim come in. You know, Florida ain't been good in a few years, right? He could be like, I seen the championship for my lifetime. What about you? And it's just like, damn. <laughs> Damn, what can you right. say, right? You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. damn, what could you say? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, damn, that was me three years, two, three years ago. I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't be in this conversation when y'all had this because I ain't seen one in my lifetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like, yes. So, Brashawn, Michigan. If Michigan wins, bro, just know you have a spot. You got a you you. We might give you a whole like ten minute segment to yourself just to address your do your state of the <laughs> union address to everybody who who oh, said some bad things about you and your squad, man. I might let I I I let them have it for sure. I let them have it. Washington, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, game planning. Let's get this game plan right. Let's get this game plan right. All right, cool. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah we'll let them have it, man. You heard it. Sure. You heard it on the podcast. I just had yeah, to hear yeah. on the podcast. You go. Yeah, you come man. on next episode. You come on. Yeah, talk your talk, bro. Yeah, for sure. If they win, if they win, we'll let them. Yeah, we'll let them have it for sure, man. Man, as we get ready to wrap up uh, another episode, man. Anything you want to say to the people? Man, nothing but happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, everybody that made it to 2024, you are blessed to make it to see um, another trip around the sun. And I think that as you jump into the new year, everybody always has resolutions. Everybody has goals, things that they want to accomplish. And just don't let the high and the excitement of the new year fizzle out in two, three weeks, in a month, in two months, man. Like, if there's things that you want to accomplish, things that you want to do, goals that you have set, man, like, keep that, whatever you got to do to keep that fire, keep that drive, that energy going, man, keep it going. Don't don't let things fall by the wayside, man. There's too many times people set goals and have resolutions and then don't accomplish something at the end of the year, they regret it. And then set the same resolution or set the same goal for, for the for the new year, twenty twenty five, and then it's a cycle, man. Like just whatever it is, man. Let hit attack it head on, full full steam ahead, and um, let's let's get to it. Let's get to it in twenty twenty four. That's it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Same same thing for me, man. Um, it's to me, it's um, 
for I I'm I'm going by I'm going by dad. And that's come for me, that's a that's a that's an mm-hmm. acronym right there, man. That's discipline, attitude, determination. You know what I mean? You gotta mm-hmm. have it. You gotta have it. Um we can't, you know, you can't sit up here and just like you said, kinda have a way to where you have stuff set in mind um, that you want to do. Be disciplined and keep it up. Keep it going, you know. And then if it doesn't go necessarily the way you want it to go at that moment, don't be so quick to just throw it away and give up on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Try to try to keep that attitude positive, you know what I'm saying? And just be determined to get it done, man. I mean, you know, no matter how big or how small, you know, you want it to wear – yeah, you know, I don't know. You want to make sure you just save you, a, a, you know, a certain amount of money for this month, man. And if you don't do it that month, all right, don't don't be so down on yourself. Mm-hmm. You got that's what you got eleven other months for. That's what you got eleven other months for. If you know, what I'm saying if if you if you're granted for it for sure. Um, so just kind of yeah, just kind of had that mindset to where like you know, yeah, you want the results, let's get it done, but. Also remember that you know you're still playing the long game. You're still playing the long game. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying just continue and to continue to find that balance. Um, just have your have your focus there that you want it to be for the new year, man. To keep it all throughout the year, not just you know like you said, not around this time where it's just so trendy and cool. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is my resolutions for the new year. You know, true. Make sure these are like legit goals that you are trying to set for yourself and get accomplished, man. Because when you when you do it and when you accomplish it, you're gonna feel I promise you, you're gonna feel a whole lot man. better about yourself. Dude, you're gonna feel a yeah. whole lot better about yourself. For sure. For sure. That's 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 really all I got too, as far as like saying anything, man. Um as far as you know, the motivational stuff. Far now, entertainment purposes, mm-hmm. it is Capricorn season. Just gotta let y'all know that. Do, do. It is Capricorn season. You know I mean? It is our time. There's a lot of, a lot of, Once again, we said it before. I mean, it's, I mean, good people, man. You, you end the year, you start the year, and I had this debate with my dad, man. Jesus, come on, Jesus. by default, it's a Capricorn, what? man. What? Come on. That's, so that's, the, just, that's the that's the ultimate trump that we can give everybody. Y'all don't have Jesus in y'all zodiac. <laughs> that's the ultimate. And trump I don't think I he believe in those, but <laughs> also if he believe in. Oh yeah, don't, he might not believe in them, but you know, for our argument's sake, that's some boom. That's 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 my trump right there. You feel me? That's my trump. <laughs> but yeah, Capricorn season, man. Capricorn season. We already celebrated Sanders' birthday. The show. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, that's 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 really it for that. But then, far as you know, far as here with the podcast, man, continue to support us. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, keep liking and subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, keep uh, following us on all the socials on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, I'm still calling it Twitter. I'm not. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I haven't called it X. Yeah. What, uh, what, they, what, they, what, he, what he say on uh, coming to America? Yeah. Mama named Cassius. I'm calling Cassius. Mama named Clay. I'm calling Clay. I'm calling Clay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, we mm-hmm. know the Twitter. I'm calling the Twitter. I, I, I can't it. call it that. Deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, man. So, so yeah, uh, you know, follow us on there. Uh, follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on the Instagram. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, 
we got some things that we, you know, that we working on, still trying to get together here that we coming up for. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, it's a it's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good year. That's 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 really, that's really yeah. all I can say, man. So we just want y'all to continue on to to on this journey with us. I mean, we really 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 appreciate it, uh, man. Love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No still means no. New Year, same thing. Again, <laughs> that's it. New Year, same thing, man. No means no. All right. Uh, shoot. That's that's really it, right? No means no. You feel me? I mean, ain't really the other way to explain it, man. Ain't really the other way to explain it, man. If if you need, hey, if you need some quotes that you need to find, man, some motivational quotes, right down. Telling you, bro, go listen to that Cat Williams dog. I look, I I I know it's, I know the, the delivery could be a little, might be a little strange for some of y'all, but bro, he, I mean, hey. Yeah, if you haven't watched that one, man, with Club Shay Shay. You talking about start? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Cat yeah. went out there. And, Cat went out there and started dismantling some stuff. Tough, you know what I mean. But <clears throat> other than that, man, I ain't, I ain't really got nothing else, man. We ain't really got nothing else until the next time. Um, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace. <laughs>